0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbrough and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of
2: SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles.
0: This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
3: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House. And Andrew, they got 136 draft beers. You needed them all this weekend, baby. Because
2: LSU, I, I, needed, I needed
3: 137. Because LSU got eviscerated the saints lost a heartbreaker we'll get to that in a second the pelican house they have an awesome menu they're at 2572 city place court baton rouge louisiana they're awesome go there lsu's got three games left they're going 10-1 and they're going to the sugar bowl the saints are making a run maybe possibly not really but you go there on the weekends you get drunk <laughs> you watch football the pelican house they're awesome you should support them because they support us all right before we get to the rest of the knockouts, we got an awesome guest. I'm super excited. He's a friend of Andrew's. Um, uh, Andrew, why don't you in- introduce him? He's like a world-famous kind of tennis player. I'm and he's and, <laughs> and he's a crazy lunatic Saints fan. Ryan Harrison is joining us, right? So
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Ryan, why, why don't you uh, give everyone since since we can't read your Wikipedia page because <laughs> 87% of it is inaccurate.
0: Um, so world high ranking of 42, 43. So let's not, I mean, I, I would like it to be 42. We're going for 42 and higher, but it is currently 43. All right. Well, um, uh, yeah, Ryan is from Shreveport
2: and grew up a Saints fan, big LSU fan. And he's, he's been bugging me to get on the podcast. So I'm glad he, we finally right, got him on so, here.
3: So Ryan, you're a world famous tennis player. You travel all over. How do you keep up with the Saints? Do you, do you, do you watch it on the, on the iPad
0: Man, i like tell this? you what, I've, I've been doing it my, my whole life that I've been traveling. I'll be in Asia playing a match oh. and playing at 11, 12, wake up in the middle of the night, Saints are playing, it would be the equivalent of 3 a.m. their time. I wake up <laughs> just to check the score, and I end up staying up for three hours. So <laughs> the Saints have kind of crushed me every now and then for the, my, my preparation.
3: What's the last time you like woke up to check a score, and you watched the whole game, and it was either an awesome ending, or you were like, I can't believe I stayed up 3 in the morning for this.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's been plenty of times. I mean, there, there's been plenty of times. I mean, obviously, like the Super Bowl run, whenever we were throughout the playoffs, um, you know, being in January for the tennis tour, you're in Australia, which all the playoffs games start at like 7 in the morning. So I remember playing at like 6 or 7 that evening and waking up at like 5.30 to, you know, just get prepped, watch the pregame. I mean, well, this can't be the best preparation for this tournament. But you know what? The Saints in the playoffs, this hasn't happened in forever. We're going to win it this year. And that was the year that I just remember it was awesome. I mean, the, watching the Vikings game and the NFC Championship game, the playoffs, and obviously the the Super Bowl at the end whenever we end up winning it against the Colts. It was just uh, it was a great, great season to watch. And, uh, you know, we're all hoping to replicate that season here pretty well, soon. Right? Ryan? Ryan, be honest with me.
2: In all your years of playing and being a Saints fan – Mm-hmm. how many matches would you say you have lost as a direct result of either lack of
0: sleep or just having the Saints' awful performance on
1: <laughs> Oh, my
0: gosh. Well, every athlete can attest to this. It was never my fault, so I'm going to say all of them. I mean, all of the losses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was the wind, the rain, something else. I mean, it was certainly wasn't me. But, no, in all seriousness, I mean I, I mean, I just tell you what. Whenever I wake up in the middle of the night, to watch the Saints, I think I'm just checking the score. Then I'm pulling up the game. I mean, the, my favorite thing was when they came out with a Game Pass on, you know, that you can watch online throughout the world. So I'm getting live streaming middle of the night and waking up everybody that's around well, me screaming left and right. You're a
3: finely tuned athlete, right? Top top 45 in this world mm. of tennis. So.
2: I what don't. He, what's I, your current ranking, Ryan? Current ranking 107. Okay, uh, 107. Current. So we're working back to the top 45.
3: We'll get. You'll get there, man. You get the Saints. You'll <laughs> we'll get on a winning streak. You'll be there. So like you're a finely tuned athlete. I am not. I drink a lot during the Saints games. What's it like watching the Saints games sober? Because I assume that you can't wake up at like three in the morning and get trashed and then go to play tennis like that's well i'll tell you i mean you
0: know that some saints games will drive you to drink when you shouldn't i mean (laughs) that's every week for me man i (laughs) I mean it 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 happens to the choir buddy i mean yesterday i'm sitting there watching the game i'm going golly i gotta play on tuesday but (laughs) i'm dying right now um but you know, like you said, you gotta you gotta have good energy around you. You gotta have people around you that can that can really relate. Uh, there's we've got a few tennis players who love the Saints out out there. Believe it or not. Um, so we usually try to get together, watch the games, especially if it's in a convenient time where, you know, we all might be in another country or, or somewhere else where we all will look, go look for a bar that'll show American sports and then we'll go up there and actually make it a fun event. You know, it can kind of be something where we Who are um, the other
2: players that, that are there's them. a
0: girl named Madison keys. Who's actually a top 20 girl in the world. I, she's close to top 10 now. She's really good. Um, made the semifinals of the Australian open, which is one of the, one of the majors in, in tennis. We have four. Um, and then Devin Britton, who used to play one NCAA's was actually the youngest player to ever win the NCAA championship, um, and then kind of had a, a really, really early success on the on the career. And then I think lately, I think he might be back in school. But anyways, he's a he's a really good friend of mine. We we've been playing um, on tour, watching Saints games for a long time.
3: So so Ryan. You know, as a as a tennis player, you know, the Saints, I don't know if you noticed it, and we'll get into it later in the podcast, mm-hmm. but but Brandon Browner, he went crazy on a media member oh, yeah. again. He, he did it again. Like, this isn't, like, the first time. He, like, mm-hmm. went crazy on a media member, and he, and he kind of ramped it up even this time. Some teammates had to pull him in. So I was asking you, like, when you play tennis, the tennis media seems kind of calm and easy. But if you just, like, ever, like, lost your mind after a match where, like, they ask you a question, a question and you just snapped or got really – Terse with them?
0: Well, it's tough. You know, you, you have to try to be aware of your image at the same time. I mean, tennis being an individual sport, um, you know, you're the only only person in your brand. You know, I, I guess the Saints, you know, we can we can look at, at one particular play. But at the end of the day, it's a team thing, you know. So um, Brandon Browner went crazy. And but but, you know, then you have Great, great representation of, of just how to handle yourself like a Drew Brees and, and a lot of guys on our team that um, that are the leaders. And, and you get to have a little bit of deflection away from the one incident. Um Obviously, there's moments where guys will, will just press you. And as a media member, your goal is to try to get a rise out of the guy because that's going to be a good headline for you. I mean, negative media is the best media you can get. So, um, you know, he's obviously going to ask Browner. You see him agitated, you're going to press him a little bit, maybe press him a little bit harder than you would if he just looked calm and, and collected. So yeah, I think you have to understand that as an athlete. You have to understand that. Uh, People are gonna press you to to get their story, because at the end of the day, it's his job too. The guy's trying to make a living. And so, you know, you, you have as a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have to be conscious of what
2: you're going to say. So do you Do you guys think it's overblown that fans are kind of throwing out this Brandon Browner team captain doing this kind of stuff in the locker room? I, I'm I kind of straddle both sides of the fence here because I don't think part of me Part of me wants to say, you know what, if he's getting fired up after a loss, and you know, as long as it, it, it doesn't cross the line of of doing bad things off the field or betraying his teammates, things like that, uh, then it might actually serve as a I, unifying thing for the locker room. I
3: don't think I don't think the Saints care at all, and I'm going to tell you why. And this and I saw this tweet from Cat Terrell, Brandon Browner, after the secondary meeting is over, he stays 90 minutes with um, with Bro to help him understand film better. That's what the Saints care about. They don't care about that he melted down against the media. So what? The Saints hate the media anyway. Like, I think fans, get, they, they, they sort of get the, 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 the lines confused. Yeah, if he punches a media member or, or shivs a media member, he could be in trouble. But until he does, until, until he, like, he can be, he can yell and scream at him. That's nothing. Like, they don't care.
0: Yeah, I mean, energy yeah. is good. I mean, you want to see passion. I mean, I guarantee you, just as I was, there was a million Saints fans out there who were throwing stuff at the TV and, you know, yelling, cussing, and screaming while that final drive is going on. And going, you know, we're just as agitated as, as anyone out there because you're uh, – I mean, one thing about a Saints fan is we will really get <laughs> I mean, into the game. Well, here's uh, –
3: Here's a question that me and Andrew kind of cooked up when we were talking about, you know, talking. We were thinking, what are we going to ask Ryan? And you, Ryan, Andrew was mm-hmm. telling me he's a crazy Saints fan. So, you know, I thought of it, and Andrew said it was a good question. He's, you know, tennis, guys, you have coaches. You know, even mm-hmm. though you're, you, like you said, you're your own brand. You're a team of one. You mm-hmm. have coaches, right? Mm-hmm. So um, when – because Saints fans – are thinking rob ryan's gonna get fired too when as a and i know it's tennis but when do you say you know what it isn't me Mm -hmm. it's this coach and he's got Mm -hmm. to go when do you make that decision
0: you know i think that's a decision You, you obviously the biggest thing in all working relationships is having great communication you know if you're communicating with people what's going on usually you can help work through most of the issues. Now, if it's a scheme thing where they're just thinking the way that we're playing with our uh, particular set of skills that we have with our players is just not working out to the, to the sort of style of defense that Rob Ryan wants to run, then that's one thing. But if you feel like it's a execution thing where he has a good scheme, but our players aren't just executing, if it's an injury thing where we feel like, okay, everything is going pretty well, but we've lost some star players, that's one thing. Um, you know, I think that, even the most casual sports fan can agree that giving up 49 and winning a game is not going to happen too often. So, you know, we've got to really figure out a way here to understand that, uh, you know, our defense is, has got to help on the days that Drew Brees doesn't feel good. You know, the Did well, one, you, thing, one
2: thing's for sure. I mean, you got to look at for, from a communication standpoint, it's known that players love Rob Ryan. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm confident that's not the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that, that brings up the question what, what's wrong with this team now you, you look at this unit obviously mm-hmm. the the offseason changes and now you're looking at young players that there's been a lot of changes the results the same we're still looking at pretty much the 32nd ranked defense in the NFL mm-hmm. at what point at what you know, now Rob Ryan's in the last year of his contract at mm-hmm. what point do you pull the plug now that you've hired Dennis Allen and say you mm-hmm. know what we're gonna see what we have in De- Dennis Allen for the rest of the year to see if he's our coach next year
0: Right. Well, you know, I think it's at a point right now where we're still um, barring any sort of crazy, um, you know, three game lose streak coming up. We're going to be relevant um, just based off of strength of schedule and the fact that Drew Brees has been playing a lot better in recent games, uh, even despite the loss that we had last week. he I felt like Brees was hot, especially early. Um, I mean, just watching the fact that we were up 14-3 and there was a pick that should have happened, it turns out to be a deflected touchdown pass, oh all God. sorts of crazy stuff yeah. like that, uh. you know, and you're just watching that going, oh my gosh, I mean, we could have Bree's hot, hot hand right now looking to drive the ball to get up 21-3, but then, you know, watching the Saints, you, you go, man, our, our defense could go up two quick scores at any point in time. Um I think that in my opinion as long as we're play, playoff relevant um it, it's tough to make any any kind well, of juggling changes. It'll be
3: inter I think it'll be interesting because if it's not if it, if, it, if it if it doesn't happen during the bye week it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. But the interesting thing is what happens if they give up if say they go to Washington and they win 45-42. Mhm. You know, would would he make a change at five and five? Mm-hmm. You know, even though they won, it'll it'll be interesting. But the thing is, and Andrew, yeah. he, he's never done it. He's never done anything in season. He's never fired mm-hmm. any coach in season. So
2: I just, right, I, well, well, going back to so, if you listen to Sean Payton's press conference, so talking about the special teams coach here now for a second, he made a, a pretty strong statement that I thought was interesting. And if you listen to, if you read between the lines, he says. At some point, if you keep making the same mistakes, it's not the students. It's the parent. It's the teacher. Yeah, yeah or it's the parent. And you look at special teams we, and how much the kicking game has struggled this year, and it has not been one thing. Now, the kicker gets cut, so obviously they haven't been happy with Hawker. But I also remember Luke McCown dropping a hold at one point this year. Yeah. Uh, there's been numerous snaps that haven't been in the right location that have caused some of these misses. And Sean Payton even made, made a comment about the protection uh, mm-hmm. not, being, not, not being that great on this missed field goal from Kai Forbath from 46. So, you know, Everest, or uh, McMahon, I'm sorry, is, is the uh, special teams coach. At what point, when you look at all these deficiencies and mistakes that are happening from every guy on special teams that's associated with kicking, at what point do you make a change there?
3: I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like I think I feel like McMahon is kind of like um, Jovit man. He's like in the inner. He's like in the inner circle. Because they've had plenty of reasons to get rid of him before.
0: I mean, yeah. at what point do you do you think that it, it could be? You know, there, there's few times in sports that you have complete control of a situation. When you're snapping the ball and just have to hold on the ground, and you have a kicker who, you know, it's a a relatively routine play, snap, hold, kick, you know, you feel like that could be rehearsed enough to, you know, to think that it's, it's something that you could get down, you know, like we said, we've been having these struggles for a long time now, um, is it is it something to do with the special teams coaching? Is it something to do with the fact that we've had kickers losing confidence? Do you think that because we've been juggling kickers so much that each kicker feels like he's on a short leash? Like maybe he doesn't have uh, the sort of confidence, but from the coaching staff, that that maybe he's going to have the opportunity mm, to maybe miss. I don't a know.
3: Game. I felt like I felt like Graham had a pretty long leash, mm-hmm. you know, for two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I de- but I definitely feel like. Uh, Hawker was on a short leash, and and, mm-hmm. and 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 he, starting in the second week, he was sort of a disaster,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know. And I think he, I think it just got in his head, and he was young, and you know, kickers are like that, man. They just, yeah. He just, he couldn't, he couldn't pull out of it. Um,
2: hey, hey, uh, Ryan, going back to Browner for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously he's like the. I mean, I, I feel like we're going back to the Jason D- David era, just in terms mm-hmm. of fans really kind of singling out one guy and blaming all of the teams fairly or unfairly. I mean, he certainly Mm -hmm. has a lot of penalties, but Mm -hmm. you know, as a tennis player, I know you guys now, you know, fans listening probably don't realize this, but you guys get killed by Mm -hmm. after you lose a match by betters. You know, that's Mm -hmm. a, that's a big thing in tennis is betting. And you know, because it's an individual sport when they bet on you and they (laughs) lose money because you lose a match or whatever, they Mm -hmm. they they're they're going after you hard on social media it's not just you I mean it's every tennis player gets railed on that kind of thing and so Browner is is probably experiencing single handedly kind of a lot of the fan backlash um that most football players maybe don't see that much like tennis players do what how does Browner handle this and what do you think's going through his mind right now just dealing with that
0: yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, the, the biggest thing is is you you love to see his passion. Like like we talked about at the beginning, the fact that he's staying late, the fact that he wants to not only be a good player but be a leader. That's something that uh, his team, his locker room around him, his coaching staff, you have to lean on the people around you that are close to you, that you really trust because you start paying attention to people that you don't know that crush you that, I mean, that you let that stuff in, it can get in your head. It'll come at your head in the most, you know, the most awful times. You could be sitting there trying to make a play on a critical third down and have some some lack of doubt, and maybe it's not even doubt. Maybe it's a maybe it's like a incentive for him. That, oh my gosh, I wanna I wanna prove otherwise to all the naysayers who have been doubting me for the last few weeks. Well, you know what needs to be going through his head is is what's going on in the play. I mean, he can't he can't have all sorts of excess stuff, and that's one thing that's kind of um, relevant in, like you said, the the relation to tennis is you start getting to a point where you're starting to think about, um, I want to prove this, that, and the other. I want to do this, that, and the other. You're not thinking about what's going on in the moment. Now, for him, his biggest important, uh, I guess the, the main thing he has to focus on right now is understanding, okay, what is the coaching staff helping me with right now? All right, obviously my penalties need to be cut back. The fact that I'm a leader in the locker room is going to have me a lot of support from the young guys. i got to keep my energy up. i got to keep my positive energy going. Even when I make a bad play, even if I get a bad early penalty in a game, we can't let this set a tone for the rest of the game. You have to use positive energy when you're out there and, and keep that fire going. I mean, I love seeing the Saints get super fired up, looking at each other, high five You know, right, really and into that's it.
3: a that's a good point. I felt like Sean that.
0: Payton does talk about body language I th- a lot. I
3: thought <laughs> their energy – I thought their energy was really on defense was really great to start the game. Mm-hmm. I think they hung in. I after he, Murphy fumbled the punt and it was fourteen three. Mm-hmm. I think they mm-hmm. hang in after the the clown show of a play to make it fourteen ten. I mm-hmm. think their energy really waned mm-hmm. when it was twenty one to ten and mm-hmm. Tennessee went down the field and made it twenty one seventeen. I think mm-hmm. that's. When their energy really started to dip, and it's interesting that you you bring that up because and, mm-hmm. because it's a it's a thing that Saints harp on, but I think that's a really good point. I mean, it's just it's hard to it, it's easy as fans and and and, me, and and all of us to say, hey, you just gotta you gotta just gotta fight through it, you gotta keep it up. But man, it's hard when you've had you know in tennis three four five straight points go against you or, or defense right. where you've given up two long touchdowns. It's it's hard to just shake that off, you know? And I oh, yeah. I, I oh, think yeah. the saints I think the saints they didn't in, in in the second half. I think that 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 score right before the half for Tennessee really helped, hurt them. Ryan, but as we thanks for coming on. How do people mm-hmm. before I ask I want a prediction for you for the rest of the year, but yeah. how do people find you on Twitter if if
0: they if you cost them money and you lose <laughs> a, and you lose a match? Yeah, you know, if you bet on me and I lose your match, you want to shoot me a little hate message. I'm uh, <laughs> at Ryan Harrison 92. Um, massive Saints fan, been tweeting about the Saints for a long time. Absolutely love the love the team. Um, I'm going to be watching every game, regardless of the outcome. Prediction: I think that we have a schedule that, um, assuming that uh, Breeze plays the way that he has been playing, I really do think the defense is going to get some things figured out. I think that we have a great coaching staff, and our leader Sean Payton is going to have the discipline to make sure that guys are doing their jobs. I think that this defense is going to get better. Now, do I think that we're going to turn into a you know Seahawks of last year? No, but I think that we could be relevant enough to where if we get the defense figured out. Out, breeze continues Nine to play wins? Well. Yeah, nine wins is, is is realistic, you know. And if we play really well, then uh, you know our our schedule, you know, I think that we probably have uh, two or three games that uh, I look at that go, mm, we're we're not going to be favored there. Now, if we can flip a couple of those games, then we're going to have a good chance to to pick up nine or ten wins just based off strength of schedule.
3: Well, Ryan, I. Th- it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I think they're probably gonna be as a as a degenerate gambler myself. I think they got seven games left. I think the only game they're not I think the only games they're not gonna be favored in is Atlanta is gonna probably gonna be mm-hmm. a pick 'em and Carolina mm-hmm. is probably gonna be maybe a pick 'em or maybe Carolina. Yeah, I mean, you gotta remember two.
2: Carolina's week 17, is it not? Is, or is it? it week 16?
3: Is it week? Yeah.
2: So you know Carolina might be wrapped in, up in, in a buy situation where they they start mm-hmm. a yeah. nobody.
3: No, that's true. Mm-hmm. Ryan Harrison, thanks for joining us. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. And uh, find him on Twitter. And uh, good luck. And if you cost me money on my degenerate gambling, I know how to hunt you down now. So.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank y'all for having me on. I really had a blast, and obviously, uh, you know, continue listening to the podcast. And good luck to the Saints the rest of the season. We're gonna be watching, pulling From the hard every Sunday. So it's going to be a fun rest of the year. Hopefully we can get it turned around. We'll we'll need to get you back on here, Ryan, sometime (laughs) soon. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Thanks again, guys. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. Take it easy.
2: All
3: right. Now I'm joined by the two knuckleheads, Andrew and Dave. Kevin is wrestling somewhere or maybe working because they have the breaking news in Missouri on the football team. Um, Dave, uh, that game yesterday was pretty awful. (laughs)
1: Pretty, <laughs> pretty, 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 pretty bad.
3: Pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty um, bad. Rob Ryan, is he going to be the defensive coordinator for the Saints next Monday?
1: No, he, I don't know. He he will be next Monday, but, uh, you know, I think this definitely could have been the straw that broke the camel's back. I mean, don't get me wrong. At the beginning of the season, I, I really thought that the defense was, was – of the two major units, offense and defense, I, I thought the defense was – the one keeping the Saints in the game, and I thought it was the offense that had a lot of the issues. But these last two games, uh, the defense has, has just been horrendous. I mean, just absolutely They've horrendous. They've
3: given up 104 points in the
1: last 10 quarters. If you go yeah. to the
3: second half of the Colts game and the last two weeks, that's 104, that's 104 points in 10 quarters. That's 10 points a quarter. That's ridiculous.
1: Um so you know, we back in October we used to joke whether Rob Ryan was going to be defensive coordinator by Halloween, and he made it
3: to you Halloween. know,
1: I, we made it. He made it to Halloween, but I don't know if he's going to make it to Thanksgiving. I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they did something crazy and they fired him during the bye week. I don't really know how much that's really going to help the team at this point. Um, it kind of it kind of doesn't really make sense to just get rid of Ryan, and I, I would assume go with. Well, except, well, except try this on for
2: size. But so I hear you, Dave. But you know, part of me wonders. All right, listen, it's it's this Rob Bryan. It's the last year of his contract, so he's done after the year anyway. And and based on how the last two years have gone, there's almost no chance he's coming back. So for me, I start to wonder. This team's four and five. They're not technically out of the playoffs yet. Do we make the switch to Dennis Allen and just see what happens?
3: Oh yeah, and by the way, Atlanta's in a free fall, so the the second wild card is in play, and it's not Minnesota, it's the Falcons.
1: But Fine. I don't. But I don't understand. Dennis Allen is 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 in these meeting rooms. Dennis Allen has already has his hands um, oh. on this defense. So are, are you telling me that Rob Ryan has something that he's doing and he, and he's overriding Dennis Allen's? Opinions and all this kind of stuff, and that's what's screwing this defense up. I just, I just don't. No, think no, that that's the I, case. no,
2: I, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I, I think sometimes you have to mix things what up, his, and, and ultimately, it's it's Rob Ryan that's scheming this, and it's his call. <laughs> well, and so Andrew, may disagree with some of his things, but he's got to go along. Well, with
3: Andrew, it. you watch the film and break it down and give grades out. What, what is it? In the last 10 quarters, what's the main thing that's causing this defense to be maybe – this stretch is as, any, is as bad as any stretch the 2012 defense put together. I'm telling you,
2: that's Andrew. Yeah. What, what um, is it? I mean, I think primarily um, the injuries at cornerback have been tough. I mean, you look at Keenan Lewis and, and, you know, when he's not in there, I mean, it's Kyle Wilson Ugh. not having Swan. Um, so, the injuries in the defensive backfield have been tough. I mean, Bro's really the only one, in my opinion, um, that has done anything. And Browner, obviously, the penalties, I mean, the constant penalties. And it's not just Browner. I mean, just the, the unit as a whole, obviously, Browner is the poster child. But there, there's been too many penalties. Um, and then, lastly, for me, it's just t- the tight end. I mean, how many times have the Saints just been obliterated by tight ends now? <laughs> They can't cover them
3: and even when they do cover them they still kept get tipped balls for touchdowns. Um, the Saints so you, just so, so you know, the Saints, the Saints, the Saints,
1: the Saints have eighty-seven penalties called against them. Oh my god! And, for a total of six hundred <laughs> no, and sixty-eight yards.
3: You know, the Saints
1: and 12 first downs.
3: The Saints actually made news today. Uh, Luke McCown. Is out for the year.
2: When did he get injured?
3: I don't know. In practice, holding a, on Thursday, climbing, he got
2: hurt in practice on Thursday.
3: Climbing a oh. cell phone tower? I don't know, Dave. But they <laughs> signed Matt. They signed Matt Flynn. And let me say, let me explain
2: to you. First people. LSU player for the Saints since Devery Henderson.
3: Yeah. Was Al, What about Al, That's right. Al Woods didn't make the team. Um, Who,
2: by the way, was starting at
1: defensive tackle for the Titans?
3: <laughs> Al Woods was starting it. I didn't even notice that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I Um,
1: didn't notice it, too, so I got home and and watched the game on TV.
3: Here's the thing about Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn is like that insurance policy you buy for your car in college that is completely and utterly worthless. And if you ever have to use it, you will never collect a dime from it. That's what Matt Flynn is. You know, he's the... I mean yeah I'm
2: not, I'm not sure why you don't just go with Grayson yeah if, if something happens to breeze at this point
3: yeah it, that, that it, it may well I it, man Grayson that, that's a good point Andrew because Grayson must just they I mean for them to just not say hey we're gonna go with him but he must be behind or something um Andrew CJ Spiller only got he was only in for eight plays what yeah. the hell what what the hell
2: well, Sean Payton gave the excuse that it was for pass protection and if you look at the way the uh, the offensive line was blocking, it's a reasonable excuse. But uh, the main thing for me is look, Spiller's a guy that ran for twelve hundred yards for the Bills in one season, and I think he had nine hundred the year after that. So it's not like this guy can't tote the rock. And I get that you want to lean on Ingram and you want but Ingram wasn't having any success on the ground and if Spiller being in the game means that it's a passing tell. In theory, that should set you up to run the football better. And the fact that he hasn't had any touches in the running game, either he's injured, he's in the doghouse, or Sean Payton's just an idiot. Or he doesn't have playbook. Not, I'm not sure which one of the three it is, but he's got to get more involved. He has to. He's the only guy, in my opinion, that creates matchups – Uh, that Breeze needs as a security valve. And that's the problem in this game. When you look at Breeze, he he really misses this. Obviously, he misses Sproles and Graham. But uh, maybe the most uh, undervalued asset that they brought to this team was that when Breeze was in trouble, he could get the ball out very quickly and he could trust that Sproles and Graham were going to catch the football and and they were going to make a play. Um, uh, there's no one on this team that can do that. And so sometimes he's taking these sacks because cooks is too small and Snead is too small and not fast enough. And these guys are not like Graham or Sproles. And, and Spiller to me is the only guy that comes close to being able to replicate them, what they could do. Yeah. It,
3: it's tough. I mean, I just like the Spiller sign. It, it, we loved it at the time. It makes no sense. It makes literally, I mean, if, if, If you aren't going to play them, they'd have been better off signing a guard or or, or something, which,
2: uh, Dave – I mean, Sean Payton always says you can never have too many good running backs. Well, Kyrie Robinson goes down, and Spiller's activity in the game goes down with it. How do you explain that?
3: Yeah, Dave, I asked it. Uh, I mentioned it before, but I'm going to ask you flat out now. Is this defense worse than 2012 at this exact moment?
1: <laughs> at, at this exact moment? Uh, yeah, I would say they are. The, the, this The last two games have felt um, very familiar. Here's, whoa, felt a lot like here's, a fun,
3: here's a fun stat. The Saint Tom Brady, his quarterback rating is 113.3. When the Saint when 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 quarterbacks face the Saints, their quarterback rating is 112.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
3: They basically turn any quarterback into Tom Brady. <laughs> that is a hell of a horrible magic trick. I'm
2: you know, you saying. know what the, you know what the worst part about that is? Penalties and pass interference and defensive holding—they don't boost quarterback rating.
3: Oh my god.
2: Okay, well, I'll t- look, I'll tell you this. Right now,
1: so far this season, the Saints defense is giving up an average of six and a half yards per play. In 2012, the Saints defense gave up an average of 6.5 yards per play, and they have never in any season from 2000 and beyond never given up that many average yards per play. So when you ask me whether this defense right now is as bad as the 2012 defense, statistically, looking at these numbers right here, I would say absolutely 100% what about resounding. yards yes. per,
2: what about yards per game and points per All right, game well, let's let's
1: check it out um let's see yards per game um, I mean, by the it, way average by the way average yards per pass defending defending the pass average yards per pass 2012 7.4 yards per pass 2015 7.7 also oh. the highest since 2000 since 2000 um let's see average yard average yards per they don't seem to do it break it down by game which is interesting That's i weird. mean it's
3: it, and that 2012 team they sh, they shut out Tampa in one of the
1: they were that 2012 teams. team if you remember was i think statistically the worst team in nfl the worst defense in nfl history was it not
3: it was and i think dallas for 2013 challenged it
2: so is that legit as of right now this is worse than spagnola's defense yeah. Well, I mean, depending yeah, okay. on the metric you want to pick out.
1: Yeah, that's. I, mean, well, I just gave you two metrics, and they were worse or
2: better. I needed to <laughs> no know points and yards per game.
1: I'm looking that up. I can't I don't see. You,
2: that. Yards per game. You can do it by going to NFL.com, team stats, and just okay. So,
3: Andrew, but 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 what can, what what could what can be what in your mind is. Has a legitimate chance to be fixed on this defense in the last seven weeks? Like, what could they? What could they make ten percent better right now? That is possible.
2: I, I think, unless Brandon Browner is covering a guy like a Delaney Walker. I mean, I, I know that people are screaming at me as as I say that, but. Unless it's a matchup like that that he has a snowball's chance in hell of being successful in, whether it's because the ref doesn't throw a flag or he makes the occasional breakup, I just think he needs to not be on the field. I think he needs to be demoted. Um, I'm fine with him having a specific role where it's like, okay, when this guy, if it's this passing situation or this down in distance and this guy's on the field, you're going to be one-on-one with him. I mean, I could see him still being involved in the game plan with a role like that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I'm going to be honest with you. I'd rather go with Keenan Lewis at 50%, Swan, and and Bro. Well, Swan I'll, did... I'll, I'll, I'll even go with Kyle Wilson right now. Is Swan Brown. ever
3: getting back, though? I mean, really?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, got two concussions. Concussion stuff. Yeah, but uh, after a while, if you get too many in a season, they shut you down for the year.
3: I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, do you yeah. really think he's going to? Do really- I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, they haven't put him on IR yet, so I'm sure they're, he's going to give it at least one more go. But um, I, it, I mean, I don't think Keenan Lewis at this point, it's realistic to think he's going to be right all year. And, um, you know, it, it's tough, man, because the pass rush, I mean, we saw it in this game. The pass rush was really deficient. Um, the tackling was poor. Um, and how
3: much could I, I, How much can Kinga and help them?
2: That, that's a good question. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I thought Michael Motti at times played okay. He played um, fan I,
3: for 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 he what he is. Lot. He yeah. played fantastic.
2: I agree. That's about as, as good as you're going to get out of that that's, guy.
3: That's you're um, not you're not getting any better out of him. you re- I no. mean you're really not.
2: No. Um. And now he, there he were some a lot plays. Yeah. There were some plays where he got demolished on a running play that ended up being a big run, and um, you know, a couple coverage assignments where he screwed the pooch especially in red zone but yeah i mean i i think uh it's really it's the other linebacker really it's hawthorne
3: Mm. Um, yeah
2: he he has he has the forced fumble obviously which was a big play and i want to give him credit for that but otherwise he he looks um, old and slow he really does he really does
1: um all right here's here's an update on some more defensive stats here there if we go. Do I need to get put a put but... I need
3: to do a trigger warning for our more <laughs> sensitive listeners.
1: Okay, so so the good news is is that the average yards given up per game by the 2012 defense was 400 about a little more than 440. Which was all, uh, that's a lot. That is a lot. Right. Um, this year so far, they're only giving up 414. So, so as far as yards per game, they're not giving up as many. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything, you know. If you're an offense and you're
3: it's 25 wearing, yards, it's not that
1: much difference. Yeah, and I mean, what's what's there, there's a lot more metrics other than than that. You know, you could be playing a bend but don't break style or whatever. Um, so so they're not as bad as 2012. Um, but um. In the points department, in 2015, they're giving up, and this is more important, I would say, they're giving up 29.8, almost 30 points per game, whereas in 2012, they averaged giving up 28.4 points a game. So they're giving up about one more point per game this year. So they are worse in in scoring this year. They're worse. the, The other funny thing, though, that you have to note, though, is that they're actually not the, as far as NFL standards, as far as yards per game are concerned, the Saints' defense actually is second worst. They're not the worst in the league this year. Um, they're behind the Giants, but that's a Spagnuolo defense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, so is this? So what yards? They're thirty first, and the Giants are thir, thirty second, right? Yeah, yeah. And how do, how do those compare to twenty twelve Saints?
1: They're they're both under 440 yards. Okay,
2: not by much. So though. basically, this Saints unit is worse by every metric except yards per game. Yes, which is the golden standard for measuring the worst defense in NFL history. Correct.
3: Yeah, I that, would say though points per game would be the worst defense in NFL history. That's how I, that'd be my gold standard. But then I know the NFL
2: does it by yards. Um. You and, know what we haven't talked about yet? It, it, it's unbelievable that this team is is finding ways to to waste this form that Drew Brees is in. Because no, right now, Brees, Lord, yes. I mean, the pick the pick was was awful, um, and he, he he should have he's known second, better. He's second Brees is going to throw. We, we we've watched Brees enough to know he, he's going to throw that the occasional pick like that. But Brees at his current level is every bit as good as 2009, every bit as good as 2011. I don't care what his age is. Breeze, the way he's playing right now in current form is peak. And they're wasting it. Wasting and they're it.
3: wasting it because they don't – They
2: can't beat the second-worst team in the NFL with like, him playing like that.
3: They're, here's the thing. Like they're, they're wasting – this is what's so frustrating about this season. And we knew I knew it was a rebuilding year going in, Andrew, but this is what's so frustrating is they're wasting – Another year of peak, or whatever you want to call it, Drew Brees. And they're wasting a schedule that I don't care that they didn't win. Just because they don't win the games doesn't mean the schedule's not easy. This schedule is a dream. If the 2011 Saints had this schedule, they would have gone undefeated.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the thing that's so frustrating, I mean, you really have to ask yourself honestly here. If Breeze was not playing right now, how bad would this team be?
3: It'd be a one-win team. You look
2: at at Ingram averaging 2.5 yards a carry. You talk about your left guard getting absolutely dominated by ass crack Casey. You look at... You know your best players. Unger didn't have a good game. You, Armstead was penalized and gave up a sack to a rock po. If um, if they didn't have Drew I mean, the receiver, the receivers played pretty well, but the defense, no pass rush, can't stop the run. I mean, Andrew penalties. If they,
3: if they didn't have Drew Brees playing, I think there's like a ninety percent chance they would be zero nine.
2: Because okay, so he, the, here's my next question: Take away Drew Brees and you know Sean Payton. Take, Forget about the, the player evaluation for a minute and forget about how he's built these rosters. We know that Sean Payton, from a play-calling standpoint and a scheme and a design standpoint, has been able to expose other defenses uh, with Drew Brees as his quarterback. But you take those two things away, over the last 10 years, what's really been that great?
3: that off i mean that offensive line i mean i
2: i've i guess they've hit on some draft picks yeah some of their draft picks have been awesome i mean that but I mean, if you do it for long enough over 10 years is it really any better than any other team or is it worse it's way worse they're,
3: dra- they're drafting their dra- i would say from 2010 to 2014 which is what five years of drafts i would put those five years of drafts for the saints i'd put those against any team you want to you want to put it, you want to pick Cleveland you want to pick the Jaguars you want to pick the rate any of the 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 dregs of the NFL the Saints drafts have been just as bad
2: yeah and so I mean I, obviously the the loss still stings and, and I'm making this comment on the heels of it so it's it's hard to know how much of it is valid but I, I just feel like this this is Drew Brees more than ever, just holding everything together by himself. And we're competitive games based on one player that's elite alone.
3: No, I agree. I mean, Dave, as we – as you look at the, – the, I mean, the-
2: how, many other, how many other quarterbacks could put up a stat line like that with how much he was getting hit?
3: Dave, you're at you're at the game, and you have oh, the, I was there. You have the primo seats.
1: I have the primo seats. Um, I'm paying a shitload of money to watch this shit.
3: <laughs> it could be worse. You could have you could have Pelican season tickets, Dave.
1: <laughs> uh, actually, oh, I don't God. think it would be worse because one of my employees is a big Pelicans fan, and she has Pelicans seats. Now she's in the top bowl in the top row but she said she pays like 200 bucks for the entire season, okay? Mm-hmm. That's how much one ticket to one game costs for me. Oh, Lord. Um, and she gets 40-something games out of that, and she gets two beers at the beer garden before the game.
3: <laughs> Each is, Pelican's game. Is Brandon, is Brandon Browner going to murder uh, a media member? Got.
1: Here we go. If I was Lions Yellen, I would have a bodyguard. I would <laughs> sure an NOPD officer is staked out in front of my house, uh, like Rob, Rob Ryan had. Actually, you know what? Rob Ryan needs to get that too. I think at this point. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't. I, I I was tweeting about this uh, last night. Um, you know, it's one thing for Browner to be a crappy cornerback and take all these penalties and really screw this defense. Um, you know, everybody compares him to Jason David, but he's no Jason David, because Jason David was a stand-up guy outside the locker room. It was hard to actually hate Jason David off of the field. Uh, he always Agreed. answered reporters' questions every, after every game. He always uh-huh. took responsibility for himself. He uh, took it like a man. He's, yeah, he took it like a man, and he certainly wouldn't have had these outbursts like we see in Browner. So, I mean, Brand- Brandon Browner isn't doing himself any favor with these fans.
3: I don't remember um, Jason David also. I don't remember Jason David being a penalty fiend. I just remember Jason David. He wasn't. David. No, he was just He, just, bad. he, he was, was just, just getting terrible. roasted.
1: Yeah. And again, it's, it's tough because, you know what? Because you think back to those days of Jason David, and you remember how – are our, our, our cornerbacks were giving 15 yard cushions and they weren't even anywhere near receivers when they were catching the ball I mean so on the one hand it's great that they have a cornerback like Browner Browner who's actually in the vicinity to even get called for a penalty let alone make a All play right. on the ball but but All right. i, I just, got a, I got a
2: question for you too so do you do if you're the GM of the Saints right now or you're Sean Payton and you can make a decision on this? Do you do any of these three things right now? Number one, fire Rob Ryan. Number two, demote Brandon Browner. Number three, cut Justin Dresher.
3: It's choose your own adventure. I like it.
2: Um, do you do a- any any combination of the three choices I just gave you? I think you would love to do all three, but realistically, I don't know if you can do any of them. Well, um, I would do... No, I'm handing you the keys. Do you do it right now?
3: You know what? I, I, I and know. it pains me to say it. I would prob. Oh God, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get rid of Browner because, like I said, he's good in the locker room. He's not good with the media. No, no I
2: said. I said demote. I demote didn't say him. get rid of.
3: Yeah, I mean, thing is yeah, though, I'd demote him. Is he? Is he? Is here's the thing though. If you don't have Swan and you don't have fully healthy Keenan Lewis. Is Brandon Browner worse than a full game of Kyle Wilson?
2: And Brian Dixon. And Brian
3: Dixon. It's it's different, but is it is it better? You know? I would probably do nothing. And, and who are you <laughs> gonna find at Long Snapper? I mean Dresher's been bad, but I don't know.
1: Do we blame Dresher for that missed field goal? Yes,
3: absolutely, without question. I don't know. Sean Payton seemed to be—he didn't seem to. Well, he—they usually don't throw the snapper under the bus. They would just cut him. Uh, he didn't seem
2: to be. The snap was bad. I, I saw some people blame Thomas. Moore said this, the snap was bad enough that I actually thought he did a good job of getting the ball up and. Yeah. Just, just, just at least giving it a chance.
3: Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, that the,
2: was the, a- kick, the kick was right. The kick was right in front of me, and, and the snap
1: was on the ground by the time it reached the ball.
3: And you I can't – pick it up off the ground and, and set it up. And here's the thing. Like, you can get away with that on, like, a 30-yard field goal because the, the kicker can, you know. But when you've got those 45, 50-yard field goals, I think it was 47 yards, wasn't it? 46?
2: Like, 46, yeah. That
3: just, you can't have a bad snap there. You got to, you know. Um, I think –
1: you know, the, the timing was totally – Totally
3: off and a dresser, if he doesn't get cut this week, he's he's one bad snap away from getting cut. I think. I
2: oh, mean, yeah, I think he's played his last game th- as a Saints player. Oh, you but think so? I could be wrong. I do. It would I happen. To- that's done. true. It
3: would happen tomorrow because the, it- the
2: reason I th- the reason I think he's done, I could be wrong, but the reason I think he's done is if you remember Zach Hocker, um, they they tried out kickers uh, after he had a bad game, yeah. game and they stuck with him. And so I, I kind of viewed that as like yeah. Sean Payton saying, all right, he, he, here's a word to the wise. Like th- This is the message I'm sending to you. I'm trying other guys out. You fuck up again, you're done. And he missed another kick, and sure enough, they went with one of the guys they tried out. And if you remember, two weeks ago, they brought in two long snappers after Drescher had a bad snap on a kick, um, and um, they tried two guys out. And so similarly, I think it was a message to Drescher. You better not have another bad snap, or we're 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 gonna sign these next guys.
3: And that'll Um, happen tomorrow. I
2: I think so. That's my prediction.
3: All right. Before we get to speaking of predictions, before we get to predictions, we have a ton of Twitter questions. And remember, people, if you donate, you can rant. And all you people in the donate a dollar a month, and you can rant. Um, We had a couple of people enter the raffle. You'll get a chance to rant if you win. You donate all you have to do is donate a dollar a month. You know, and you and and you can rant and it can be fun and you know, uh,
2: You know at some point, Ralph, you're gonna have to let someone rant if you're gonna keep
3: Well no, they I I do they keep, keep, keep saying how did uh, nobody want to
2: rant after this game?
3: I know. I was I was thinking that. I, I I we I had two people that were on hold waiting to rant and I emailed them today, uh the Todd and uh Rico and
1: they
2: rico
3: rico they
2: declined Suave.
3: or they it's not that they declined they just didn't
2: get back to me well then Ali needs to get back on yeah,
3: here. She, she did a fantastic <laughs> job um yeah so i just you know what donate a dollar you can rant you'll need it with this defense my god you'll need i,
0: I want
2: to hear monadula rant in his dutch voice <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, he got on me about mentioning something about missing jo- Junior Gallet, and I just told him I can't, re- I can't reargue for the thousandth time about why <laughs> the Saints they don't miss Junior Gallet.
2: You, you just tapped out.
3: <laughs> I just tapped out. I was like, they miss, they don't miss Junior Gallet the person. They miss Junior Gallet's pass rush i can't i can't do it anymore because i knew like reed and all the people were just gonna jump me and i just i was like i can't do getting it ready
2: to pounce
3: getting ready to <laughs> pounce I, just, I couldn't do it um so look we have a ton of twitter questions so first one this is from dylan um uh i woke up expecting to see a story of rob ryan hitchhiking to buffalo why didn't that happen dave
1: who was that to did you dave why didn't oh that's you, to me
3: yeah why didn't that happen
1: well, I mean, I've never been to Buffalo, but I can't imagine they have bars like Miss May's in
3: Buffalo. <laughs> this is from Dylan too, Andrew. How many games would the 2015 Saints offense win when paired with the 2012 defense?
2: Four. You see
3: it? We Yeah, I
2: mean, <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much the same thing.
3: Um, let's see. Uh, this is from. Let's see. Uh, this is from the Gear Fondler, one of our favorites. How does Andrew? How does opposing quarterbacks even decide between throwing to the always open tight end or whoever Browner is covering?
2: <laughs> well, th- thankfully for the most of these teams, Browner is on the tight end a lot of times, so that makes it really easy. Uh, but yes, it does get a lot more complicated when he's covering a receiver. If you need a first
1: down, you go for Browner.
2: This is from Yeah, St- but. I- yeah, I agree. Yeah,
3: yeah. This is Dave. This is from Superfan Alley. We love you, Allie. Uh, is Browner the next Junior Galette? Will he be shipped off along with all our cap money because of his attitude?
1: <laughs> um, you know what? I don't even know what his contract deal is. Three years, fifteen.
3: Three years, fifteen million. I think eight was guaranteed.
1: No oh, shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's certainly looking like it's going in that direction, doesn't it?
3: Uh Andrew, what hurt the Saints more this year? The special teams or Brandon Browner?
2: Uh Well Murphy's got a few fumbles now. You got kickers that can't make kicks, holders that can't hold, snappers that can't snap. <laughs> um
3: we are no, one I, more, would, I think I... we're one more missed extra point from Sean Payton saying fuck it and started he's gonna start going for two.
2: I agree. Like yeah. like
3: maybe not maybe not for like the rest of the year, but he's – like I think they're one screw-up on an extra point away from Sean Payton going for two the rest of that game just out of anger, which would really be yeah. – it would be phenomenal. That
2: would be pretty fun actually. It would be. Um, yeah. I, I would say Browner is hurting the team more than anyone. This is another he's, one. He's, he's a, a clear net negative.
3: <laughs> this is another one. Yeah. This is another one from the gear fondler was birds perfectly timed hit on Keenan Lewis, his best pass breakup of the season. And as a saint, I think it yes. was, yes, I think it was. That is, yes, that is so sad.
1: That, that
3: was unbelievable. That play. When any, that was so saints. Whenever anybody says this, what went wrong with the 2015 saints? I'm just going to show them that vine of that.
1: Play. I mean,
2: that's gotta be, that's, gotta go straight to uh, america's funniest home videos or like you know the, the blooper <laughs> nfl series it overtook yeah. it overtook Devin <laughs> bro being <laughs> completely <laughs> lost
3: and lose, losing the
2: ball against Tampa. yeah oh yeah, yeah it it overd- this, it. <laughs> this this, is a, this uh, dave does I mean, that's, that's like, butt like fumble just, that's butt fumble level
1: you gotta give me a minute to to laugh about the browner vine again because i forgot about that one and that <laughs> one was really funny I does don't a, think anyone will be as funny as the Devon Delvin bro one. Does the does a
3: puddle Dave does a puddle of spilled milk have more depth than the Saints' defensive roster?
1: <laughs> it depends yes. on how much milk is spilled. <laughs>
2: no, it doesn't.
3: This is from the thirty third <laughs> the thirty third ranked defense, Andrew. What's Jordan Reed? What's Jordan Reed's stat line at the end of the Redskins game? Keep in mind that no one will cover him.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you play fantasy, but Reed is available in some leagues. I would do whatever it takes to pick him up.
3: I got him in I got him in one of the leagues and he's going to I do him. have him
2: in a league he's... and you better believe i I'm starting him over Greg Olson. That's hey, how here's
3: I oh, wow. Monadula asks, is there any rookie quarterback the Saints have won against in the Sean Payton era? Uh, Matthew Stafford in 09. First started. Oh yeah first start ever that's the one that. Not, Mac, the
2: not Max Hall <laughs> <laughs> oh my not, god not, not, oh my. RG,
3: not RG3 <laughs> oh my god Max they probably,
2: beat, they
1: probably beat Matt Ryan the first time they played him
3: probably not I bet you no, they, they probably I, didn't I bet you they didn't because the first, Matt Ryan's first year he went 11-5 and five.
1: what was his first year
3: 2007 I think it was um, that early it was 2007 or 2008 really yeah he's been playing a while
2: they beat Josh Freeman, I think, the first Are time. Are you sure? I with. thought he was like 2010.
3: Here, Here's a question from the fake Rob Ryan. If you could have Sean Payton for 10, year, 10 more years, but you had to choose between Spags and me, what would you do?
2: <laughs> uh, I would trade Sean Payton immediately for whatever picks we could get. <laughs> I, have, I have a question for the
1: fake Rob Ryan. Why, why would you intentionally want to be the alternate version of Rob Ryan, I, you know,
3: <laughs> this is another question from Rob Ryan, Dave, Does Kirk Cousins throw five touchdowns against my defense or do I drink five white Russian daiquiris before Sunday? <laughs>
1: I was listening to the guys on WWL today on the way home and, and they didn't seem like they, they, weren't too excited about this game against uh, the Redskins. They were worried about Kirk Cousins and his ability to stretch the field. And, uh, and and they had a Washington beat, Redskins beat beat writer on it as a guest, and and he was saying that he thought that this was the best Redskins team they've had, despite the record, the best Redskins team they've had in like ten years. Uh, so the, if the, I wasn't the, if I wasn't nervous about this game now, I, I
3: the funny I thing with now. the Redskins is the media in D.C. They like the coach, they support the quarterback, and they're very positive. And the fans, if you go on Twitter and the blogs, hate the fucking team. So it's a really weird, it's a really weird dynamic going on in Washington. Well, the Skins are awesome. three and
1: one at home, so.
3: Yeah, that's true. Um, it, This is Reichert, and this, this is from Reichert, and then we'll get to the game predictions. Andrew, if every defensive play, the the Dome PA announced the tight end is eligible, like the tackle eligible, would the Saints maybe cover one?
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: And let's see um, Can Jabari Greer Dave can Jabari Greer who is still having trouble Walking do a better job defending than Brandon Browner
1: No he couldn't do a better job of defending Brandon Browner but he certainly wouldn't take as many Penalties which
2: may or may not Be better You can can amputate Jabari Greer's Leg right now and he would play better than Brandon This
3: is from Mitchell Cook this is a really interesting Question Andrew would you take Mike Smith as defensive coordinator Starting tomorrow
2: no.
3: <laughs> Atlanta's still doing the wrong thing on fourth down. Oh my god!
2: I'll, I'll I'll stick with Rob Ryan.
3: Atlanta had fourth and one from the one yard line against San Francisco. They were down seventeen thirteen with three minutes they to go. They kicked the field and goal and they kicked the field goal and counted on their crappy defense to get the ball back.
2: <laughs> if the Saints, if the Saints ever did that. I would Hey, lose. Sean Payton's got a lot of faults. I, I I can promise you there is no way in hell he would have done that. Yeah.
3: If um last question, Dave, when Rob Ryan is fired, does he buy all the Rolling rocket Miss May's one last time to drink it all
1: himself? Yes. And he will only be out like 40 bucks.
3: Yeah. <sighs> uh You know, the here's here's a question that somebody asked uh and it's, I think it's a good one. If, if they, if they don't fire Rob Ryan in the bye week, Andrew, does that make you think Sean Payton is more likely to leave at the end of the year?
2: Yeah, because I don't think you would want to put Rob Ryan in a bad position if he was on the outs anyway.
3: Yeah, like you don't. So yeah. you think you think you think if if Rob Ryan is still the defensive coordinator. Through the bye week, that it means that Sean Payton is likely to leave, more likely to leave.
2: More likely to leave. Yeah, I think if he makes a move, that tells me that a he's curious to see what Dennis Allen can do in case he wants to retain him, thinking about next year, and b, you know, if he's getting rid of Ryan, to me that also says like he's desperate to try to figure out any move that can give this team a chance. Um, to, to get a playoff run going, which means he's invested, he's all in. Um, so I would I would say I would be more concerned about him leaving if Rob Ryan just kind of finished out his contract. There
1: you go. I, that so if, feels if you like, like Sean T- that feels T- like something you want Rob Ryan to get fired.
2: Yeah, because that, that seems like something you do. Like you keep him mar- if you know you're leaving, or if you you have a strong sense of like, yeah, I kind of want to be out of here. I just feel like then you do your coaching staff a solid, and you at least kind of keep them around and let them finish out the year.
3: All right. We had a ton of questions. Thanks, everybody. Now we got to get to predictions. Um, Dave, your thoughts on the Washington game?
1: Well, I'm not going to be optimistic about it. Saints are a two-point
3: favorite for you I, out there.
1: I, I can't believe that. Huh? Um, I, I would take the Redskins. I would I would put everything I owned. On well, the Redskins um,
3: I bet on the Titans in the over because I'm a terrible person
1: and wow, i won so, money. <laughs> so good for you good for you <laughs> you're a smart man um, I, you know un- unfortunately I just don't see any I don't see any I don't see any reason why we're gonna get any anything more or anything better out of this defense. So I, it's hard for me to to believe that the Redskins aren't going to be able to put up at home, aren't going to be able to put up at least 30 points. So um, They are pretty bad on offense, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you know what? You know what? So is Tennessee. What, 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 yeah, what were we saying about Tennessee a week ago? Exactly a week ago. Um, <coughs> you know, and
2: I was and pretty what, what, impressed by Mariota. I have he to looked say, good. He
1: looked good. But, but you he got take... the ball out. He did. He looked very good. He didn't look like a rookie quarterback, but you got to take your competition uh, into into concern, and that was the Saints. And and Ralph started this podcast by saying that every quarterback that has played the Saints so far this season has had a significantly higher quarterback rating in the game against the Saints than they have uh, throughout the rest of their season and their season average. Anyway, we're off topic here. Um, <laughs> I, I think the Redskins win. I'm going to go with the Kevin Hilt. Uh, uh, reverse reverse Jinx, and uh, and I'll say Redskins, thirty six, Saints uh, twenty seven, and um, I think uh, if there's going to be any p- player of the game. By the way, Washington has only scored more than twenty one points twice all year. Yeah, well, it's happening this week. It's definitely <laughs> happening this week. Um, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll say. You know the go to the game is just going to be uh, more more Brandon Browner.
3: So Andrew, you're predict- you're going to the game.
2: Uh, I'm gonna yeah oh. I am. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kai Forbath daggers is his old team. Nice. It's gonna it's gonna be another ugly awful game. We're gonna hate most of it. Um, but Breeze is gonna rally the troops late, and Kai Forbath with with, with a dagger at the buzzer. 27-24 Saints, and you know you made a comment earlier, Ralph, about this being a Hazlitt Saints team. Uh, th- that's exactly what this is. You don't. I, I expected them to lose to Tennessee. You just don't know what you're going to get week to week. And now we're all down in the dumps. We think they're terrible. They're going to they go are. on the road and win.
3: There. I am going to say uh, the Saints are due for one more time. They're going to get their ass kicked. They're going to have one more game where they're going to win by about 10 cuz that's a that's as big a win as the Saints can have this year with this defense. They're not going to blow anybody out by two or three touchdowns. They're just not capable. And they're going to have about five coin flip games. Um, but I'm going to say Saints are going to win 38-28. Breeze is going to be awesome and they're going to just they're just going to f- they're going to stumble into three turnovers ass backwards. And
1: that's the only that I'll tell you this right now. That is the only way they're gonna win any football games for the rest of the season.
3: Yeah, but that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna stumble into three turnovers. Kirk Covins is gonna fumble once. He'll throw a pick. They'll get a tip or something, and they'll just stumble into three turnovers and score thirty-eight. Washington will score twenty-eight, and the Saints will win. And they'll be five and five going to the bye week. And and this will be this will be our last. Oh my God, Drew Brees is phenomenal. He's the the, the cuz he goes through the stretch where he's awesome and then he dips a little bit and he'll come back but this is going to be his peak of oh my god he's awesome Sunday I think and the Saints are going to win. So, that's my prediction. Kevin's at wrestling probably. Um so go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got
2: grades up.
3: Uh he graded the offense today. He gave Drew Brees an A-. I'm excited for these defensive grades, Andrew. I really am. No, they're
2: already up. They're already up. I'm going to read them. John, read- John, John Jenkins got an A.
3: What, because he got injured and didn't play? No, I'm just kidding. He, he went no, he had away.
2: ten tackles.
3: No, I, I'm excited to read that during my lunch. I hope it has a lot of negativity and anger, because that's what I feel. So go to Saints <laughs> Nation and read the grades. Go to Canal Street Chronicle. Dave's got all kinds of stuff up. Um, and, of course, follow Andrew on Twitter, Dave on Twitter, and his minions running the Twitter feed for Canal Street Chronicles. Um, and
2: that's to Ryan Harrison, too. Yeah,
3: that Ryan Harrison for on. stopping by. Um. Uh, and uh, Kevin, of course. Oh shit! I'm sorry, guys. I was asleep or with a prostitute or whatever. <laughs> right, right, on right, cue, right on cue. Right on cue.
1: Right on cue. So, Are you guys still recording?
3: Yeah, you it? I'm sorry. I was just, you know, I was, I was eating, a, I was eating a dinner, a frozen dinner on my couch, and I just, I just, I just zoned out. I don't I, even have a joke. I just fell, I just fell asleep, and you know, stuff happens. I'm sorry, man. I'm working hard, you know. Sorry. Um, Maybe
1: we should call him and get him on right now and just, and just, and just get one quick rant.
3: <laughs> and the shame of it was he lost his mind in the post-game show and had a fantastic <laughs> rant on the blog talk show after the game. So uh, go find Kevin on uh, the Ashley Tinder. Um, so for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin who just woke up, I'm Ralph. Uh, until next week, the bar is closed.